the morning. It turns out that Santa Claus is not really the sweet old fellow that we all know and love. In fact, he's a devil, and the only thing that's kept his bad side in check was a bet he lost with an angel. After 1,000 years of playing nice, the bet is up and Santa is about to open up a can of holiday whoop-ass. The only glimmer of hope comes from an old man with a secret his grandson and his girlfriend. Brace yourself for one really bad Santa, bent on spreading holiday fear. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. This week, as we continue Christmas month, we bring you the 2005 film Santa's Slay, starring the WWE's own Bill Goldberg, at least at the time of making this movie. You heard what the back of the DVD box had to say, and now let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three of this film. I think we should start with what's bad here this week. May as well. So for me, number three, there's a claymation scene and a lot of other forced references to other Christmas movies in here. Some of the references were well written in, but some of them just didn't seem to fit, and for me, the claymation scene was one of them. I liked the claymation scene, but it just didn't really go with the rest of the movie. Claymation is always awesome. Number two, Santa seems awfully selective about who he kills. You know, it seems like in some cases in this movie, he just walks right past people or pays them no mind. And then in other times, he just kind of approaches people and murders the fuck out of them. Like, what's your selection process, Santa? Is there a reason you're killing them and not them? I mean, you killed the Jewish deli owner. He doesn't even believe in you. You wouldn't let him into the deli. Of course he killed him. It was closed. So? He Santa doesn't give a shit. He wasn't discriminating. He wasn't discriminating. He just wanted his fucking... His fucking um. Potato, potato salad? Potato salad, yeah. Number one. What's Santa's side? There was one thing above all else I felt really confused by in this movie, and that were the two main characters, Mac and Nick. Were they a couple or what? Like, it, it just seemed like there were a lot of mixed signals going on between that. Like, she was trying to get him to, to ask her out or to be a boyfriend, and he just kind of was like this, you know, chicken shit little teenage boy and, and didn't know how to talk to girls or anything. I think it's that they were dating. It's just that they just started dating and didn't really know what they were doing. So, yeah, that's uh, that was just the, the really weird and awkward thing that I, I, I really just couldn't get over throughout the movie. For my bottom three, number three, the main character, Nicholas, is kind of a whiner in this movie. His girlfriend, Mac, was a lot cooler than him and actually knew how to use a gun, which came in handy when fighting an evil killer Santa Claus. Number two, some of the Christmas-themed jokes, like Corey said, were not as funny as some of the other ones. I liked the claymation, though, so he's wrong about that. And number one, in the end of the film, Santa was just kind of shot out of the sky and went away. I thought it was really kind of anticlimactic. Now, let's move on to what the best here was, the top three. Number three for me was Santa's one-liners. He did have some really good lines, and uh, you, you even said it when we were watching the movie. You just kind of wonder if if uh, Bill Goldberg stopped reading the script and just started coming up with stuff on his own like while they were filming. I hope so. Uh, number two, in this movie, Santa is the son of Satan. That just in and of itself is is awesome. Number one, the Christmas-themed killings, you know, like 
being drowned in eggnog, a candy cane through the eye, the Christmas star being, you know, thrown and, you know, impaling someone. But, you know, just the killings in general in this movie, I, I don't think Santa killed two people the same way. Um, aside from the, the two people that were killed at the same time with the uh, exploding presents. You know, on top of that, we had exploding presents, we had killer reindeer, bison things, and just the, the, the killings in this movie were really creative, as opposed to a lot of other Christmas slashers that we've seen. For number three, this movie was really funny. Even the scenes where people are getting killed... Some of the lines just made the scenes really funny, and it's obvious they never took the plot at all serious. Number two, Santa had some pretty awesome Christmas-themed one-liners, and for a movie featuring a killer Santa Claus, that's pretty much essential. And number one, not only does Santa Claus walk around killing people indiscriminately, he kills people using Christmas-related items, such as wreaths, Christmas lights, and candy canes. It was awesome. And we do, we, I do have to give an honorable top mention to the, the opening scene of the movie. Santa Claus comes down the chimney and murders a whole family at Christmas dinner. Um, and, and the family comprised of uh, James Can, Fran Dresser, Chris Catan, and some other people who I don't know. And I'm sure they blew the whole budget of the movie on that scene, getting those uh, semi-big name and big name actors of the time. Um, but it, it it led to some very satisfying deaths. Yeah, I was going to make one of the bottom three, the fact that Fran Dresser is in, in the, the movie because she's really annoying. But then they light her on fire, so I had to take that one away. So, you know, we did talk about the one-liners, and I think it might be time for us to get into a little bit of a quote war. Quote war. All right, I'll quote the movie. So, we'll Paul, back and forth. Ready? Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. Why don't you ask Santa for a pair of balls this Christmas? Who's your daddy, Father Christmas? I'm just trying to spread a little Yuletide fear. I'm Santa Claus, not fucking Dracula. Can we open our motherfucking presents now? And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie, or would like to tell us something else about it, you can leave it here on SoundCloud, or on our website, bmoviebros.com. I think it's time to give this movie our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I also gave it a 2 out of 10. I have to say, Santa Slay is a rather enjoyable holiday murder romp. Filled with unique kills, witty one-liners, and Christmas folklore, it has all the charm of the feel-good Christmas classics, just with a lot more deaths and a side of nudity. Bill Goldberg's Santa Claus may be my favorite version of the Jolly Fat Man. From his clothes to his attitude, he really does embody the spirit of Christmas. You know, except for the psychotic murdering rage. It's not often you see Santa Claus going on a killing spree, but Santa's sleigh manages to take this idea and do it right. Between the Christmas-themed one-liners and Santa killing people with various commonplace Christmas decorations... This movie is very entertaining. Unfortunately, the ending was kind of anticlimactic. Still, Santa's Sleigh manages to be a funny and entertainment Christmas movie that I would recommend to anyone who's a fan of both Christmas and professional wrestling.
Now, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give every B-movie review an A-movie companion and tell you why this B-movie and A-movie are the same exact movie, just of a higher class and standard. For me, I gave Santa's Slay from 2005 the A-movie companion of Child's Play from 1988. I picked The Terminator from 1984. I have to say that Child's Play and Santa's Slay are both movies that revolve around a beloved fictional children's character, Santa and the good guy doll, becoming real and killing people. Santa's suit is red, and Chucky has red stripes on his outfit. Santa gives out presents, whether they're, you know, murderous explosive presents or nice ones. Chucky was once a nice present who became a murdering psychopath. And both movies have a title comprised of two words ten letters, and one apostrophe, with the second word ending with the letters L-A-Y. And that is why Child's Play from 1988 is just an A-movie version of Santa Slay from 2005. I picked The Terminator from 1984 because both movies feature an evil force trying to hunt someone down and kill them. The antagonists of both movies were played by very large men, well known for something outside of movies. Santa Claus is played by Bill Goldberg, a wrestler from the WWE, and the Terminator was played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, who at the time was a professional bodybuilder. Both antagonists deliver one-liners throughout their respective film, and in both movies, only one person knows exactly what's going on, but everyone else thinks that person is crazy. In Santa's sleigh, Nicholas's grandfather knew that Santa was actually the son of Satan and was on a killing spree. And in The Terminator, Kyle Reese, a soldier from the future, is the only one that knows that the T-800 machine has traveled from the future to kill Sarah Connors. And that is why The Terminator is an A-movie version of Santa's sleigh. So there you have it. An A-movie version, Child's Play, 88, or Terminator, 84. Now it's time for the favorite part of the show. It's time to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. I'll give you some drinking games for the movie, then so shall Paul. Number one, whenever Nicholas whines, take a drink. Number two, anytime Santa slays someone, take a drink. Number three, anytime Santa breathes fire, finish your drink. Number four, whenever another Christmas movie is referenced, take a drink. And then number five, of course, because it is Christmas month, anytime you hear ho, 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 take three drinks. Every time someone gets killed with a Christmas ornament, take a drink. Every time someone fires a gun, take a drink. Every time Santa says a Christmas-related one-liner, take a drink. And every time someone calls Nicholas's grandfather crazy, take a drink. So there you have it. Those are your ways to drink away the flick. Now, I think we should rank the movies we've seen this month so far. There's been three of them. For me, number three was Santa Claus from 1959. Old Time Charm, very fun movie, but I just didn't enjoy it quite as much as the others. Number two, Black Christmas. A nice slow burn movie where the tension builds up and it comes to a head in a very fun, festive, murderous way. And number one, Santa's sleigh. It, it just... It, it never slowed down. It started off with a bang and kept rolling. And the lines kept flowing, and they kept making me laugh, and people kept dying in new and interesting ways. 
my attention was never lost. Yeah, this was a pretty easy one. Number three, Santa Claus. It was pretty funny, but completely unintentionally. Number two was Black Christmas. As the first slasher, it was really entertaining and well-made. But I would have liked to have known more about what who the actual killer was, and they leave things unanswered that, in this case, I kind of felt should have been answered. And number one was Santa's sleigh. You just can't beat a movie where Santa Claus goes on a killing spree, killing people with Christmas ornaments, and saying a bunch of, Chris- of Christmas-related one-liners. So there you have it. If you would like to join us next week, we'll be reviewing the 2015 movie, Krampus. Not quite Santa killing people, but the next best thing. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, or if you have an independent film you're working on and would like to discuss it, you can email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaw. Don't forget to go to our website, bmoviebros.com, where you can listen to a new movie review every week, as well as other B-movie-related content. And for anything around the Pittsburgh area, take a look over at our friends at riversedgepgh.com. And until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, be back next week. (laughs) 